tuning in to Art and Business and Murals, a podcast about running a small creative business with interviews, artist stories, and industry tips. I hope this podcast keeps you company on what can sometimes feel like a solo journey. So on today's episode of Art and Business and Murals, we've got Gus. Uh, I thought instead of me introducing you, you could introduce yourself. How does that sound? Sure thing. My name is Gus Eagleton and I'm a Brisbane-based artist and I've predominantly been working in large-scale painting um, for the last 10 years. How did you get started? Um, I got like a fine art background, so I went um, through high school and then went into um, university to study fine art and um, I always did painting and drawing and exhibition style work um, and then through my studies and um, through living in Brisbane and catching the train and um, seeing the graffiti and the street art and uh, meeting people at university I um, I guess I, ca- I come across uh, large-scale painting and then uh, through those people and um, uh, through the, you know, media and stuff that was happening at the time, I started to, like, get interested in um, aerosol and how it could be used. And, um, you know, I guess I kind of started out doing graffiti and then eventually merged my art with aerosol and started to do a bit more street art-related stuff. Nice. But, yeah. So when you decided that you wanted to have a play with aerosol and scale up a bit, did you, you know, assist other people or hang out with other people to paint or did you just kind of give it a burl on the side of your house? At the start, I just, um, I mean, I just pretty much taught myself. I didn't really have anyone to tell me what to do. Like there was people that I knew that did it, but. Um, I just kind of kept it to myself and um, just started out by um, just like having a go of everything. I'd go to the graffiti stores um, and just buy like one of every brand can and like one of every cap and one of every, um, you know, anything to do with it, really anything to do with graffiti or street art. I'd just like test it out, try it out, give it a go. And then I consumed a lot of like media and stuff like YouTube videos. And um, at, the, at the time, iMac was really um, doing a lot of uh, social media stuff. So there's a lot of productions and a lot of um, softballs in particular was doing stuff. So you could kind of see those videos and it was a bit, I mean, obviously it's not as easy as looking at those videos and then doing it, but it's um, kind of inspiring and you can kind of be like, oh, this is some of the limitations of the potential that you can use aerosol for. So I could then try to replicate some of those things and try to like improve on my own abilities. And um, just, yeah, through time, um, I, I, yeah, I guess started out on canvases and doing graffiti and um, track sides and abandoned buildings and then meeting people and finding legal walls or jam walls or production walls and just kind of taking any opportunity to 
paint. One thing I wanted to ask you also, well, first of all, I should probably start out because you gave a very brief dis- description of, you know, where you're at, but you're like next level mural artist. And when I told my son <laughs> that I was interviewing you, he's like, who? And I was like, the guy that did the mural at Maruchidor on the side of the building. And my son was like, oh, oh <laughs> <Awesome>. God. <laughs> So whenever, and I think I've told you this before, whenever anyone asks me what I do for a living and I say I paint murals, because I live on the Sunshine Coast, everyone goes, oh, did you do the one on the side of the Maruchador building? (laughs) No, Gus did that. It's so (laughs) I even went to the Bunnings there at Maruchador and they were all fanning out over you going, oh, they bought their paint from us. <laughs> and like, you've, you travel the world painting and it's not just travel the world painting murals, you travel the world painting huge murals. Like, Glad to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're massive. And and we, I don't think we ended up catching up in Hong Kong a couple of years ago. You were there painting for Hong Kong walls and I was there visiting Disneyland um, <laughs> and I was trying to catch up with you then, but you're just everywhere. And I remember a couple of years ago looking at your Instagram and you just had like massive wall after massive wall after massive wall. And I was like, how is he doing this? And then all of a sudden the call went out, please, I need help. And I was like, oh my God. But one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is you collaborate a lot with other artists. So, like, how do you get those collaborations happening? Um, I like to do collaborations um, with people that I know or people that I, um, like, think their work would be a good good mix um, with mine or, you know, even people that, might inspire some new ideas or like some new new work um i don't generally i mean i have but i don't generally collaborate with um people that i don't really know or people that i haven't have has some kind of rapport with um but i enjoy doing it so it it makes uh makes uh, working out on big walls and in the weather a bit more fun and opens up opens up you up to like new ideas and new outcomes. So I try and do it whenever I can. Um, uh, and yeah, like I was saying before, it's just like makes it a bit more fun. Usually, I'll just be there painting on my own or with an assistant or something. But when you're there working with someone else, it's a bit bit more fun. So I, I try and do it as much as I can, even just to like help lighten up the load like share the work and just uh makes it yeah make it a bit more enjoyable yeah so how like the murals that you've been producing lately have been pretty big how long are you on site painting those um i mean yeah i mean some of the big ones like i could spend like three weeks maybe or two to three weeks depending on the weather and uh, everything. But um, it always ends up taking longer than I think. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I've been doing just like really big, detailed, really over over the top 
content and detail and depth and elements and so I end up spending a lot of time on it, like too much time. I just completed one for um, this festival in Coffs Harbour called All Wars Festival. And um, yeah, it took me, I had like 10 days to do it. And um, then I had a couple other jobs to do as well. So I was juggling a few different things and then had some rain and then had some, um, and it was like incredibly hot weather, like all day the wall was in the sun um, and I'll just do like 10 hour days every day trying to get it done. So I ended up doing a bit, maybe a little bit over two weeks, but it was super detailed and um, might, might be my most technical piece yet. I would think wow. it's like three, I'd painted like three people, um, the same person in different movements. Um, and then the size was like, I mean, it was a big wall. It was like, 15 meters wide by about seven meters tall. And um, I made the people, uh, you know, so the face would be maybe about um, a meter, a meter and a half kind of tall. So not super big and then have like elements from, um, from like almost a full body shot. So I did like three people. I did like a phone. I did like water waves clouds and then um photoshop um elements as well so it's like incredibly technical but it was so hot and it was in full sun and there's like a little bit of texture on the wall so it was just like pretty brutal but managed to wrap it up and uh, i've just kind of been trying to rest up ever since <laughs> yeah i was gonna say obviously this is a podcast so people can't see you but i can see you and you look hooked. I asked you how long you spend on walls and you were just like, oh, I can see it. <laughs> Too long. I honestly feel you because, look, I, I, there's no way on this earth that I could spend three weeks on a wall. I spent two days on a wall this week and I woke up at the end of the two 10 hour days and I woke up at the end of the second like after I'd done it and I was like oh my god I, I can't get out of bed I feel very dehydrated <laughs> I mean I've been on a like a very big um working uh working stint so I've been probably non-stop working for like the last three months and um there hasn't been a lot of like resting because stuff kind of happens and then you just run out of like you schedule, I schedule stuff so I can have rest and stuff, but then you have issues with the jobs or like delays or something takes a bit longer and then you just run out of time for like resting. Uh, but I did, I did like, uh, you know, two to three weeks in Malaysia and then um, I was just painting and partying the whole time. I painted maybe eight walls doing that. And then I came back to Brisbane after that and I did, um, Two a two day job in Brisbane, and then straight away, and then after that I um, drove down to Coffs Harbour, started the All Walls Festival. I did um, maybe ten days on that, and I was doing like big days because it's a big wall, and I didn't have like huge amount of time. Um, but I didn't end up finishing on time, so I was doing like maybe ten hour, twelve hour days on that, 
doing like early starts and late finishes because the um, the sun it wore within the sun all day. And then I kind of ran out of time for that because I had to do the school mural. So I did the school mural, um, which took like um, maybe like five days, six days. But I'd just do like, I'd work at the school from like, um, you know, eight o'clock to about three o'clock. And then I'd go to my other wall and then work in the cooler afternoon hours. But in that, and then I did a graffiti festival for like <laughs> two days. <laughs> And then and I came back to Brisbane and then I had to move house and then like, <laughs> and like a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> so it's been a massive, massive couple of months and I'm just kind of like, and like people have been like emailing me and stuff and I've had like designs and stuff too and other work I have to catch up on, but I just physically didn't have any more time. So now I finally finished moving house, finished all of that painting. I don't need to paint anything more for the rest of the year. And I'm just kind of catching up on all of my admin and my designing and getting stuff ready for next year. So I can start to like rest up a bit, relax a bit. And I'll just take a couple of days over Christmas, but I'll try and try and do some more. I won't, I won't take too much time because it, it'll catch up to me um, pretty quickly. All right. Well, thanks for fitting this in because you seem yeah, that's all right. jam-packed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do actually have mm-hmm. a whole page of questions, uh, none of which I've actually asked you, and this happens every time I interview someone. I forget to ask them the actual questions I send them. So um, clearly this is – clearly my skill is painting and not interviewing. But what, what do you think are the greatest challenges mm-hmm. around working for yourself full-time as an artist? I mean, yeah, trying to schedule stuff properly is hard. But um, I guess that's just kind of on me, you know. You can be a bit more strict with stuff, but, yeah, I don't know. I try and take all of the opportunities I can, or if they're good, then I try and make the most of it. And stuff just never really works out the way it should. So it's hard to schedule rest and um, do stuff like that, even though it's pretty important. But... Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard to do that because you've got to be a bit more strict with people and a bit more uh, hard-lined on um, stuff and a bit more aggressive in business. But that's not really who I am, so I don't end up really doing that so well. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Do you burn out? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you have a bit of a cycle where you churn through the work sure. and then you burn yourself out and then you have to rest and then you go through the same cycle? It's again? always like, it's always like really, I mean, you could, I could have a bit more relaxed, uh, a relaxed couple of months and then a really full on couple of months. And then, but in the last couple of years, I've been pretty busy. Like it's been, pretty non-stop but I'm just trying to uh, I guess prioritize more projects that are going to be more beneficial for me and not going to be a bit more choosy like I don't have to I don't have to do heaps of just stuff that I don't want to do um, unless it's a good fit so uh, 
and I'm just trying to like maybe, you know, cut out some of the stuff that isn't really needed and then, you know, worst case, just work on my own projects, maybe do campuses or my own passion wall projects rather than painting some commercial thing or like, you know, something that has nothing to do with my art practice. I'm going to do that more unless, unless, you know, the timing and the money and everything fits. I generally won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of money, can I ask you, and you don't have to answer this question, but do you charge per square meter or do you charge for your time on projects? I charge time generally. I do, uh, I mean, I kind of do different scales for different things. So generally most of my projects, they're going to go for like a minimum a week's work sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, I'll charge like a day rate generally. Uh, so, so it'd be like one week, two week, three weeks, something like that. And then I'll charge for materials, uh, equipment, design time, administration, preparation, um, setup, cleanup. Um, and then, uh, you know, if I'm traveling or whatever, I'll do travel expenses, accommodation, um, and like even like a per DM. Because uh, like when you're traveling, you end up spending quite a lot of money on just uh, food and stuff for when you're like working a lot and you don't have time to make your own stuff. Um, and then like other stuff too, like if depending on what the job is and what they're wanting to get out of it. And I'll try and do even like a media or marketing type thing, like, you know, potentially get some drone footage or time lapse or, you know, nice photography, finished shots of the work. Um, but then, yeah, on the other hand, I could do uh, live painting sessions and that might cost a bit more for a shorter amount of time. But there's a, a quite a lot of preparation and set up, pack up, and then all of that. And I don't like to do like one day things unless it's going to be worthwhile. Yeah. Funny. Do, do you have like a minimum project fee? So you'll only take projects over this amount? I mean, sort of, but I don't like, I haven't like set a specific number or anything. Mm. If it's, you know, I mean, one thing I kind of find hard is like workshops and stuff like that. I, um, I like doing them. Um, and I've done a lot of like, and I do, I do school workshops and I do, you know, street art, aerosol workshops, stuff like that on occasion. Um, and sometimes it's like I can get okay money for it and stuff like that. But, um, usually one of those workshops might only be like, you know, half a day or, on the odd occasion, it'll be a full day or a couple of hours. And then you got to kind of, you know, if it's you're doing a few workshops, you've got to schedule that. So maybe it'll be like one this week, one next week, one. And I find that that just kind of jams up my schedule because, like, I usually do jobs that go for a week or whatever or, like, or I'll travel or something will come up where I'm going to not be around. So then I find that I'm, like, having to try and, like, it just makes – my life more annoying to come back or like figure out how I'm going to do this workshop 
in between something else. Yeah. So that's right. I don't tend to do too much. You did a workshop out at a Brisbane on the uh, Brisbane Northside School, and I think they've got mm. you, Trav, Soffles, and me on rotation. So once every four years, mm. one of us goes out there to run the workshop, and they keep collecting artwork. Yeah. So every time I go out, I see new artwork from you and Soffles, mm. and that's cool. I feel yeah, awesome. that's cool. <laughs> I do like doing those school school workshops, and they're always fun. Um, yeah, and I'll, I try to. But, yeah, I just find them to end up, like, getting a bit uh, rather annoying because it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, not really making a huge amount of money on it or anything and it's just – and I've got other work to do, which is a bit more important a bit. So it ends up just making life a bit more annoying. Yeah, that's fair enough. What would you say would be your greatest achievement in your career? Um, I think – just the fact that I've been able to do art full time for like the last 10 years and not have to make money anywhere else. It's, I'm pretty happy with that. I've just been doing my thing, um, working for myself, making art. Not all of it is like stuff that I'm super stoked on or, you know, not all of it was easy or whatever. It was all rather hard, but um, yeah, I just did like, this is my 10th year of doing full-time art. Yeah, so something to really Pretty stoked on that. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, how do you find new projects, new clients, new work? Um, I don't really find too many myself mostly it's just word of mouth or people come to me or um i do keep an eye out for council tenders or um, expressions of interest or you know applications for international stuff and stuff like that and i do sometimes send a few emails to people but generally the bulk of what I do just kind of comes to me and then I choose whether to do it or not or like, um, yeah, if it's something that I'm not keen, then I'll pass it on to someone else or something. But, so I'm pretty lucky in that sense, but I'm trying to, um, I guess, focus more on the bigger jobs, the better paying jobs and like the better uh, walls. So most of that sort of stuff is more, you know, EOIs and tenders and stuff like that. So I, I do try and keep an eye out for those those and apply for those. Do you have anyone helping you apply or is it you just trying to jam it in between work? Um, it's just me mainly, yeah. 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 I haven't got anyone else, yeah, yeah unfortunately. A dream of one day being able to have a VA that just like does all the EOIs and grant applications and a website updates and social media and yep. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> what do you, what do you, or you spoke before about what you're currently working on. Have you got anything exciting in the new year that you can tell us about? Um, currently working on a couple of big canvases for the new casino. That's, um, huh being built in uh, this new Star Casino in Brisbane. Um, so a couple of big canvases for that. And um, 
and then I'm also doing a wall out of the airport uh, in January, and um, and I've got a few good sized walls lined up for next year, so I will be rather busy, I think, and I'm going to try and do a bit more travel. I'm going to maybe do some Europe stuff next year, hopefully. Oh, that's exciting. So it's looking up. It's going to be a busy 2024. I think it's going to be a really good year. I think uh, even like the last, you know, three or four years since, since COVID and all of that, I think everything's kind of been leading up to 2024. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I think it will be awesome for you too. Can you tell us who's been your biggest influence in your career? Has anyone been a mentor or supported you or? Really rate and respect all of the main, all of the artists that have kind of come out of Brisbane. Like, um, you know, all the, I mean, the guys that are, I guess, one generation up from me. So like Finton McGee, Guido Van Helton, Sopples, um, all of those guys who kind of took graffiti and street art for Brisbane and put it on the world stage, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I know those guys and I like those guys and I wouldn't say they're being like super mentory or anything like that, but um, yeah, I mean, they definitely have, you know, given me some tips and shown me that making art is something that can make you money and you can make a career out of it and it can take it seriously sort of thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Those guys are great. But there's a lot of great artists that come out of Brisbane. So many. Yeah, there truly are. Mm. I saw that you just did a massive project with Fintan McGee. How long did that take? Um, that was a tricky one. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the one that we did was, two walls and Vinton did one side, the right side, and I did the left side. And um, it was a bit tricky because um, the right side couldn't really be reached with a scissor lift or a boom lift or anything like that. So I had to do the right side on scaffolding. And um, so I actually helped Finton on the right side and we probably did his side in about 10 days, something like that, on the scaffolding, which is quite difficult because you can't really see what you're doing. And then um, luckily for me, um, and this was kind of around some of the COVID restrictions, Finton couldn't come back to do the other side Um so I ended up doing the other side just on my own, but I could use a boom lift and um, it was a bit easier in the boom lift. <laughs> so I did mine and the construction had a bunch of limitations and stuff. So couldn't, um, we only had a certain amount of time to do it. So I did mine in like seven days, <laughs> eight days which is ridiculous because it was a massive walk. <laughs> and it so looks big. amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it was, that was tough. And that was like another big lot of um, work. 
and it was probably another three months of me doing 12-hour days every day. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you have any advice mm-hmm. for other artists that are hoping to go full-time? I think it's good to just, you know, get out there, um, take all the opportunities you can, um, make the most of your opportunities because it's kind of like a momentum thing once you do stuff you will get more stuff to do and and also just um you know ask for help if you need it you know get tips do research um try and be professional in your uh, business um one thing that um is tough is like nobody really tells you what to do so or how to do it so it can be hard to work in that space because um, I find that people don't really respect um, creative fields. And uh, if you don't have a good business head on you, then people will take advantage of you or you won't get looked after properly. So it's a good idea to like, yeah, Ask, ask other people, talk to other people, even like, you know, there's online stuff. Um, really get your business stuff on point. Don't let people take advantage of you. Always get a deposit. Don't do work for free. Don't do work without <laughs> some kind of like thing in place. Um, and then like, yeah, it's, I mean, this is probably later on in your career, but it's important to get some kind of structure, like get like contracts or like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Otherwise people just take advantage and, um, yeah, you don't get paid properly. You don't get, you don't get to do the work that you want to do. And, um, yeah, it, it wears you down pretty quick. So yeah. Yeah. Advice. Is there anything else I've asked all my questions? I'll also put your website address and your Instagram on the show notes so people can get in contact with you and check out all your work and all the pieces that we spoke about. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um, appreciate all the people out there and yourself, Sarah, for doing the podcast um, and everyone that's been listening. And if you want to check out more of my work, um, yeah, check out my website, which is just my name, gusseagleton.com. There's a bunch of work on there or you know, I haven't updated it in a little while, but there's also my Instagram at Instagus, and that'll have all of my more recent stuff. Um, usually do pretty regular story stuff and then, um, you know, stuff that's coming up and whatnot. So check it out, have a look, and stay in touch. Yeah. And if you see painting anywhere on the streets of Europe or Brisbane, or anywhere, go up and say hi. You are surprisingly friendly for a big wig. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> depends on what type of you're under. <laughs> it depends on how hot and yeah. what, how long I've been working for. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, Gus, I hope you get a bit of a break. And again, thank you so, so, so much for coming on the podcast. And we'll keep up to date on what you're doing next year. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sarah. Great talking to you. See ya. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to 
the Art and Business and Murals podcast. Please feel free to reach out via email at podcasts at sarahscully.com or follow up the show notes on the website at sarahscully.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and fellow creatives. I'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which I record this podcast, the Gubby Gubby people, and I'd like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. 